everyone, welcome to episode 23 of Tea and Terror. I hope you enjoy. And you know what? Leave us a review. I'm going to say this in the intro. How are you guys? I'm dying. How are you? Also dying. <laughs> On the onion side. <laughs> Alright, how are you? Oh, you know. Um. <gasps> Jesus fucking Christ. Bless you. Mikey's in the kitchen. <laughs> That was a Y'all know the kitchen sneeze. is. <laughs> and y'all know the kitchen is far from <laughs> my room. Mikey, what the hell? <laughs> He's got the dad sneeze down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Literally. Oh my god. Yeah. Um. You know, I feel like I had a lot of stuff prepared to say, but then I hit record, and then it just leaves my my head immediately. But um. I will be house sitting this week, uh, and pet sitting. So you, I'll be home alone for a while, which will be nice. Hell yeah! And then on Saturday I have a, a pride to go to, so that'll be hella fun. They can't see me, but I'm dancing. I'll be there spreading my gay agenda. <laughs> Isn't that enough? <laughs> you know, I would just like to share this nice, uh. <laughs> Boba. <laughs> I tried to remember what kind it was, but it slipped my mind. But I know it does have strawberry popping pearls and rainbow jellies in it. Ooh. Mm. Nice. Is that a lemon inside it? No, I think it's mangoes or something. Oh, nice. I'm sorry, are you being tricked by the lemon too? I will not fall for the lemon. I did. <laughs> but not two weeks in a row. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I call progress. <laughs> Character development. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I am drinking a chamomile with honey for my throat. Yes, yes ma'am. Don't make me send you some throat coat. Don't make me send you cough drops because I will. My grandpa's a pharmacist. I got plugs. <laughs> <laughs> plugs with holes. We get that um, shit at wholesale price. Damn. <laughs> now I'm going to stop by CVS tomorrow after work. Get the whole smoothies one. Those are the best. They're like candy. That sounds dangerous. <laughs> but it feels so good. I love a good cough drop. What's your favorite? Cherry. Oh, okay. That's respectable. All cherry, everything. Are you tropical? There's flavored cough drops. What do you mean? I've always gotten the plain ones. There's plain ones? Ricotta, Ricola. Ricola. I haven't gotten those ones. Only the Halls ones. Halls is superior. Yeah, and the red bag. I have a different bag. Let me Google. Mine have the Ricola yellow bag ones. Sometimes I like a little lemon one. Speaking of tasting, I am trying this chicken I made. That is a pineapple sauce chicken. And I did pretty good. Oh. I'm proud of you. I goofed because I cooked the chicken in the sauce and the sauce was supposed to go on top. But either way, it's pretty good. Have fun having editing on all my coughs. <laughs> you know, it's okay. I found my calling in audio editing. Yeah, you're really good at it. It's kind of scary. <laughs> Why have I been doing it this whole time? <laughs> I could do it in like six hours. <laughs> Fucking don't know how. <laughs> you and Max are like, shock Pikachu meme. Uh-huh. That won't be the first time I m- mentioned Shock Pikachu tonight. <laughs> oh? Yeah, other than me being, like, sick and still having the cough, I have no- I don't have health insurance anymore, so I can't go to the doctors. So hopefully this resolves itself. Wait, 
Why don't you have it anymore? Health insurance is mean. Want me to fight them? Oh yeah, I'll fuck them up real quick. Uh, fighting them is not enough. Okay, hear me out. I'll infiltrate the system. Ooh. I'll gain their trust. Mm-hmm. And then I'll take them down from the inside. <laughs> I like the, that might work. I like the gain their trust part. <laughs> They're not gonna put me in power if mm-hmm. they don't trust me. You're right, you're right. Mm-hmm. What about Game of Thrones this? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> but yeah, um, that's why we advocate for healthcare for all. Free healthcare for all. Because I'm too poor to have healthcare. That's the official reason. I don't make enough to get discount healthcare. If it makes you feel any better, I'm still on my mom and dad's. Me and my mom's total income is not enough to get us healthcare. Because I'm technically under health- her healthcare. Yeah, I'm on the free government healthcare, so. One day. Maybe I'll apply to Medicaid. Who knows? Oh, uh, hell yeah. But for now, I'm gonna uh, Eastern style Medicaid myself. Because Western is the medicines, right? Doctors, medicines, hospitals. Yo, I just bought like a whole bunch of new crystals, you know. You want me to <laughs> put some things out into the universe. I was thinking, I mean, if you want. I was thinking teas, veggies. Bro, you're in luck. I will send you three more boxes of tea. <laughs> swear to God, do not. I can get my own tea. <laughs> I have learned from you. <laughs> but yeah, I got nothing else. What are your guys' spiritual tea? Well, Sydney's, because we heard Mariah's. Yeah. You know, that that's a great question. You know, when you're like, you feel like you're going to have a breakdown, but you like don't really know why. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's where I'm at right now. Oh, me yesterday. I walked in to get my dinner because I picked it up on the way home because originally I was like, mm, I'll just make pasta. That's easy. No, Mm-mm. don't have the energy at all. So I ordered wee dubs because I wanted wings and like I, I really just wanted the fries, to be honest. And I walk in and I like tell them my name so I can pick up my order. And um, they tell me it's not ready. And I'm like, okay, do you know like how long? And the girl at the counter, who is very overwhelmed and I feel really bad for her, is like, you know, I don't really know. It's like a 40 to 45 minute wait right now. And I'm like, I'm sorry. What? You both are just crying to each other. And I'm like, I know it's not your fault. Don't. Don't, don't be like upset and don't take it personally if I just start crying right now. So I just took a few steps back, sat on the bench, watched a grown man go full Karen to a teenage manager. And then the other guy who was behind the counter looked at me, he went, what was your name again? And I told him, he went back and goes, yours is ready. I called him an angel and I left. So stay tuned to see if I have a breakdown tonight. <laughs> My bet's on, yes. Mine too. <laughs> I would put money on it. I also worked 10 hours today. That's gross. I was trying for 10 and a half. Overtime pay. I don't want to go to work on Friday. That's fair. And in order to do that, I gotta get my 40 hours somewhere. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow, I go in for 11. If I die, I die. Dear listeners, uh, <laughs> this is the last recording of Sydney ever. <laughs> <laughs> If I'm not on the podcast next week, you all know why. <laughs> that being said, I'm going in early tomorrow and I'm not excited about it. Do you want to tell us what we're drinking then? So we can get started, so you can get to bed? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> um, 
Have a mango dragon fruit refresher lemonade from Starbucks because it's double stars day. And um, Target is my comfort place. So I went there because they had a Starbucks and I just kind of like existed in the atmosphere for a few minutes and I felt better. That's good. Especially because I just dropped a ton of money on a dress. <laughs> but it's cute. It is. It is cute. I put it on and I just went, mm, this is the one. <laughs> Damn, this is kind of saucy. And now I'm eating fries and I will be shortly eating carrot. Investing in that eyesight. <laughs> Man, do you the see listeners, my eyes? The they listeners don't, don't need to know what I'm looking at right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, Alright, how do I hang up this, this quote call? <laughs> hey, Google. How do I delete someone else's message? <laughs> I totally didn't just say that to Sydney while she's wearing glasses. <laughs> Yeah, bitch. <laughs> Fuck you, Mariah. You're the only one here who doesn't wear glasses. Yeah. My eyesight is so bad. Okay, so this is just off of eyesight really quick. Um, Occasionally, people will tell me I have really pretty eyes. Which is like, great and all, I love a good compliment, right? But I don't know how to fucking take a compliment. Ever. So anytime anyone says that to me, my go-to response is just, thanks. They don't work. Yep. And then... <laughs> They try to recover by being like, no, but they're pretty. I'm like, yeah, they fucking suck. <laughs> Tell me why I can't see anything. Mine was thanks, one's lazy. <laughs> I felt that. Mine just like doesn't want to think about the future, so I can't see the distance. <laughs> Which I mean, like, fair trauma. Speaking of trauma. Speaking of trauma, actually. <laughs> oh. Damn, that's crazy you said that, actually. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to cover, Mariah? <clears throat> yes, hello everyone. It's my turn. <laughs> um, you know, I was like, what the fuck should I cover this week? And Lily was like, damn, you should cover that one uh case <laughs> that uh Stephanie Sue covered in one of her videos that we watched together. <laughs> I was like, you know what? You right. <laughs> so my source today is simply <laughs> Stephanie Sue because I only needed this video. <laughs> And not any other research. Oh, yeah. We'll link it in the bio below. Yeah. Send it I, to I me. Her. Hell yeah. I love her. I love her channel. Um, She also has a podcast called Rotten Mango. If you guys want to check that out. <clears throat> but this is the case of the... Oh my god. How do I say this? It's okay, Mariah. You're the one that's going to edit out all this dead air. Or you can leave it in. Because that was a nice carrot pop. Oh, I heard it. Thank you. I was proud of it. I amplified your uh, grape crunches a lot. So you I... did. I listened to it. I went. I love it. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, the Kichevo monster. You know, I made a mental note of how that was supposed to be pronounced, but then immediately lost it once we hit record. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> this... I need a spelling. Oh hell yeah. Um, it's K I C E V O, and it is in. Uh, Kichevo, North Macedonia. Macedonia? Do you mean Macedonia? Macedonia. That is, in fact, what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Where uh, is please that? Please go watch Stephanie Sue's video for proper pronunciation. Yeah. Do not come for us for that. Do not come I will come at you for the Macedonia. One of my best friends is from... Her family's from there. You don't know her, but you would love her. Hi, Mel. I don't know if you listen, but hi. I love you. Does she make the stickers? Yeah, that's the girl who makes the stickers. 
I bought <gasps> from her several times now. I love her. I love her stickers. Yeah, her family's from Macedonia. I love that. Oh, it's near Greece. Nice. This town in North Macedonia has about 60,000 people. So it's like smaller. Uh, and this is about a man named Vlado. Um, some things about Vlado is that he was a middle child. His mother was a janitor. His father was a World War II veteran. Um, because of him being a middle child, he very much had middle child syndrome. As you do. Yeah, as you do. I mean, I wouldn't know, but... <laughs> Same. <laughs> I'm the baby of the family. Me too. Same. <laughs> oh, fuck. I'm the middle child in the three of us. <gasps> you hey, are. <laughs> I'm still a baby. <laughs> so he didn't get along... Uh, well with his parents they were very strict but it was mostly him and his mother that were butting heads the most his father was dealing with a lot of PTSD and drinking problems and so his childhood was pretty rough are you telling me you don't combat PTSD with drinking? <laughs> I combat everything with drinking please don't commit us I'm not an alcoholic guys I promise I'm too poor to be one Oh, I drink cheap wine. Really cheap wine. I said what I said. No, no, no. Picture cheap wine, then put it on sale. That's me. So, Vlado, once he grew up, he went into journalism. He was very passionate about it, and he got hired at a local newspaper place. His area was mostly politics, and he was praised for being very clear and unbiased. So while he's working in political journalism, he meets his wife Enza. And you know, she's pretty much a baddie. She's like the first female attorney of this town. You know. <laughs> they're like a power couple because of this. <laughs> and yet we are talking about him on a true cry paranormal in our village. Yeah, no, it's totally fine. Um it's trauma. Yeah. You know, he just has trauma. <laughs> a healthy dose of it. Uh, so yeah, they have a son together, and he is transferred to a radio station. He's still doing p- politics, but he's beginning to be, like, not satisfied with it. I feel like politics is boring. Yeah, I feel like if I were to end up doing journalism, I would want to do, like, politics. I want to do, like, fun stuff. What do you define as fun stuff, Mariah? <laughs> True. True crime. <laughs> True crime, but also like, um, local shelter dog finds new home. <laughs> I'd read that. <laughs> I'd read anything you write, but that's besides the point. You already know. And so in 2002, his uh, dad passes away from suicide, probably because of his ptsd problems um shortly after this his mother passes away from an overdose oh no yeah well damn with that it's unclear if it was like an accidental one or a suicidal one but he is very affected by both of their deaths in addition to dealing with the problem of not enjoying his career and then on top of this he gets laid off from the radio station Oh, why does this feel vaguely like John List right now? I ponder it. I've thought about it. 
so far, yeah, same vibes. A little bit different, but yeah, same vibes. And on top of that, <laughs> so like, um, you know, their family is like struggling financially. They have like five kids at this point with the batty female attorney. Um, and she's like, um, let me just like go and try and find work in a different city, like doing the same job, but getting paid more. Cause like he had been without a job for like a while now. And she was like, I need to do something for our family. Immediately after she does leave to move to the other city, uh, she sent him some divorce papers. Oh! <laughs> She's like, yeah, you're not doing anything to contribute financially. <laughs> we have five kids. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, because I think it had been like a year or two that he had just been like without a job. Oh, I was picturing like a few weeks, a couple months maybe, but damn. No. So now the um, story shifts a little bit and we are in 2004 and there is a woman named Mitra. She is in her 60s. She lives alone and one day she goes to the grocery store and she is not seen again after that. Oh. Her daughter then reports her missing. Uh, The police come to investigate. There is no note left by Mitra, no sign of a struggle or anything bad happening. And so, uh, <laughs> the police are like, it, like, it had been, like, a couple of days that she'd been missing, so, like, the police are like, maybe she's out running errands. Yeah, for a couple of days. <laughs> I, too, go to Walmart for a couple of days. <laughs> then reemerge days later. You mean you don't play hide-and-seek in Walmart for multiple days on end? <laughs> I have in my notes, deadpan look to camera. <laughs> <laughs> Police also suggested that she could have possibly moved to a different city to make more money doing the same job, like uh, how Venzo did. But um, the daughter is like, uh, she would have told me or any of our family (laughs) if she were to just up and move. Another note of reference is that Mitra uh, worked as a janitor, which I'm like, damn, working as a janitor in your 60s? You kind of, it's kind of... Hardcore. Um, so then a month passes and the police are, police are like, fine, she's missing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> they look into the daughter because for some reason she's like their number one suspect. But And the fact that there is no motive for anyone to want to hurt Mitra. So they're like, daughter, you must have done it. <laughs> And then I have a nice little script prepared for the events of what happened next. And so it's like, police, all right, if you want us to investigate, you have to pay us. Wait, do you want one of us to be one of the other characters? (gasps) Yes, 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 yes. (laughs) Okay, send me me the script. I'll be the daughter. All right, so I'm the police. All right, if you want us to investigate, you have to pay us. What the fuck? This is literally your job well you're our suspect so (laughs) we'll be here all night (laughs) yeah so this is yeah so they were like um we're not gonna do this investigation we think it's you so we're not gonna waste any time or money um 
So, uh, the daughter, like, is looking into newspapers and stuff and finds articles by Flato. And he's, like, a highly esteemed journalist at this point, even though he is, like, still down on his luck. Uh, he, so she calls him up, is like, can you look into this for me? She didn't have any money anyway to give to the cops, even if she wanted to. And she did fear that they would be only trying to find evidence that was her instead of doing like an actual investigation and she figured that having press on the case would hold the police more accountable this was also a beneficial move for vlado because there's not a lot of crimes like this in the city so him having the opportunity to cover it would really boost his career he gets very consumed by covering this case and a couple weeks later another case comes out of an elderly man who was like a similar age with the missing mother who had been assaulted and beaten to death brutally but only his pocket change had been taken he was in his home two arrests come of this two men by the name of igor and auntie they are in their 20s and they were both very high when they did this attack but they were able to give a lot of details about what happened a thing about the police, though, is that they were very much relying on confidential information. They would release small amounts of whatever they got, but keep some things unreleased that when they interviewed suspects later, they can catch someone in a lie or see if they say more than they, they had intended. Mm-hmm. And these two guys get locked up because of their, basically, confession. And, uh, in January of 2005, which was about a few months after Mitra was reported missing, they find her body. Oh? Yeah. She went away to go do errands. Right? (laughs) Yeah, she was just at Walmart. She had to go to a a very specific Walmart. Very far away. And then she had to stop by Ikea. And, like, it's so easy to get lost in Ikea. Showroom, man. I've heard the people who worked there actually were customers who got lost and never found the exit. That's the only solution. They were like, profit. (laughs) (laughs) They get so lost that they learn all the products and they're just like, well, what else am I supposed to do with this knowledge? Um, so Mitra, uh, like the other man had been brutally sexually assaulted, um, beaten um but in addition she had been strangled and her legs were wrapped in telephone wire along with her arms i'm sorry what telephone wire cool yeah but uh the autopsy showed that she had been dead for 10 days so obviously she had been being held captive and probably tortured The police are able to rule out the daughter because she had already been so heavily looked into and her place had been searched and like a lot of her everything had been searched. So now the police are like, panic! (laughs) There's a lot of pressure to solve this because people are in distress, including the elderly. And (laughs) the police are like, what should we do? Oh, we'll coerce Igor and Auntie into confessing to doing the Mitra crime, too. <laughs> Weren't they in jail? But to be fair, the 
old man had been like murdered after she went missing uh-huh she was found her body was 10 days killed fresh were mm. they in jail within those 10 days that she would have been killed? They sure were. <laughs> you know, I actually really don't have a lot of faith in a lot of authorities anymore after looking at some cases. Looking at you, County Sheriff Dan Crawford. Bitch. Looking at literally every <laughs> single official who ever worked in the Adnan Sayed trial. So they confessed to this Mitra crime, but then the judge is like, no, that's fishy. Did you guys do this? And they're like, no, but they coerced us into saying it. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, nah, man, I'm just here. <laughs> like, Dude, I just work here. Especially because the, the two of them knew everything about the elderly man's murder, but, like, nothing about Mitra. And actually, uh, one of them was in a completely different town in North Macedonia when Mitra went missing. And there were just, like, too many indiscretions for them to be possibly linked to this. They're what happens when you put a freshman and the senior play as the lead. And the freshman has no experience. The judge is like, lock them up anyway. (laughs) What? (laughs) The judge checks out. The judge was the one who questioned it. Yeah. I just can't be surprised. Yeah. (sighs) Like, oh. I'm not, but like, bruh. Toss them in. And so they were both charged with two first degree murders. <laughs> the public doesn't care. Like, oh, it's over. We're safe. There's no more old people killer on the street. <laughs> AKA Fox Machina. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so the public is fine with it. But Flato was like, uh, what the fuck? This is not all right. In like all of his articles and stuff. You know, time goes on. And then in November of 2007, a 57-year-old woman named Lubisa goes missing. But her case was extremely similar. She went to the grocery store and she vanished. Ikea, man. What are you going to do about it? Exactly. Literally. Don't go to Ikea, kids. It's dangerous. You'll die. (laughs) Or you'll work there forever. Oh, yeah. Both are terrible options. Minimum wage. Or you'll leave with a ginger plant like I'm going to do in the coming weeks. Actually, guys, if I don't come back... Either Breakdown or Ikea. (laughs) Yeah, your choice. (laughs) Could be both. Breakdown Breakdown in Ikea. Ikea. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So, yeah, she goes missing. Her son is very upset about this, and he goes to the police. They're like, oh... This must be like a copycat because we already got the guys. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the public is like, Flato, oh my god, you were so right with all your articles and write-ups. Oh my god, uh, this was so serious. And he was a very popular jur- journalist at this time because of his coverage of Mitra. And then, so a few months later, in February of 2008, her body is found. She had been found because a truck driver had stopped at a, like a food stand or something and he saw a corpse in a ravine nearby. Oh, Lulu. I have a question. Yeah. What year did she go missing? 2007. Uh, November. Okay, so it's a couple months later. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, he stopped for food and he saw her body in a ravine nearby. Mm-kay. 
and she had also been sexually assaulted beaten strangled and tied up with telephone wire where's this man's getting all this telephone wire <laughs> literally ikea i mean it's 2008 i stand by what i said <laughs> but he definitely got it from ikea the ikea is never gonna sponsor us right i'm okay with that their instructions make me angry <laughs> but if they sponsor us they might give me a free desk step three profit so the police are like this is not a copycat. We never released a detail about her, the previous woman being wrapped up in telephone wire. Shock Pikachu meme. Oh no. <laughs> I told you I was coming back. <laughs> Alexa, how do I delete someone else's message? <laughs> I'm hoping I get to say that a third time this episode because then I'll have covered all the bases. There is male DNA over, all over her body, like it had been with Mitra. Flato writes about this new murder and the possibility of it being a serial killer, and it gets very sensationalized. Not really very long after, I'm not sure how long, but it was not as long as the other two, another body was found. And this was a 56-year-old Zivana. And she too was a janitor. So all three women were janitors. So they have a type. They sure do. Yeah. And she, of course, had all the beaten, strangled, assaulted, telephone wire, DNA specimen. And she had only been missing for nine days. So it was a fair, it had to have been a very different captive situation. And so they're trying to figure out was the killer scared because of how the police were upping their investigation or because of the amount of press I was getting thanks to Flato. But it still pointed to it being the same person and not multiple people. Flato was really in- intrigued by all that was happening and the police weren't releasing much and neither were the press. So he was like, let me reach out to uh, Zavanna's family to see what they have to say. Obvi- obviously so enthusiastic for his help because any amount of press on it would get it the word out there to catch whoever did this. Mm-hmm. And her son tells Flato, like, you know, she never leaves the house. I encouraged her to go out that day, and now she's dead. So he had a lot of guilt. While she was out, she had received a call from her friend uh, saying that her son was in the hospital. Um, I'm not sure if it was the same son or a different son. Like, those details aren't really explained upon, but she needed to get there quick. And even after that, she was never seen again. Wait, so was her son actually in the hospital? Yeah, I it, it really didn't mention it, but it could really add to his guilt if he was. So Flato gets to, to work. He's trying to piece this all together, trying to connect all the clues. He uh, names this killer the Kichevo Monster. Please let me pronounce that right. So this garners more press attention. Flato is signed with a new newspaper who loved him and what he was working on. All of the families were helping him out because they wanted the killer to be caught. Uh, the police are very fed up with Flato, on the other hand, though, because he is constantly calling them up, trying to get info, and he just kind of sucks. <laughs> I had, like, this realization that it feels like a crackhead theory, but I, I will preface this by saying I've never heard this case before. But I just really feel like the killer and this journalist are the same person. 
And maybe I'm just late to the party. But I'm getting vibes. I'm gonna put something in beanie chat. Beanie talk. <laughs> hey Siri. <laughs> How do you delete someone else's message? <laughs> I have another script here, but it's just one line, so I guess I'll do it. <laughs> so the place like wait. Did you guys also notice that he asked about stuff that hasn't been released to the public yet? Lol. <laughs> Lol. <laughs> oh, that's so crazy. Oh, that's so crazy. <laughs> because, like, in his articles and stuff, he would put really, really small, random details that, like, hadn't been put to the public yet. But instead, the police are like, oh my god, we have a mole. He's bribing someone. That has to be the answer. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, police are so dumb, and I say that with the most respect. <laughs> They're just a, a police force of himbos. <laughs> it's like, alright, let's get the most seasoned detectives for to investigate the murders, and we'll not let anyone on the police force know any more of the details so that they don't get leaked. So, things proceed, they're still investigating. But then they're like, you know, let's read some of Vlado's articles, because... Apparently, in these last few years, none of them had even read any of the articles. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, if they had just maybe read the articles sooner. And so, obviously, they find something in one of these articles speaking about how all three women were strangled with the same telephone wire they were wrapped up in. Police shocked Pikachu meme 2.0 because they never released that detail. Sydney just zoomed into the camera. <laughs> so they arrest Flat. <laughs> and the town like only knows that someone is in custody and not that is it is specifically Flato. And so like it's like <gasps> a whole lot of gossip on the street. And his boss calls him thinking that he's like at home or something. He's like <gasps> We have to get this article out. They arrested someone. <laughs> <laughs> but obviously he's like not answering his phone. So he's like, oh, I'll do it myself. So he calls the police station. <laughs> he's like, please give me info. Who did you arrest? And the police are like, dude, you don't have a reporter anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But his boss is still like, oh shit, maybe Vlado got arrested because he was like being too nosy while investigating. Oh no, honey. It's just a story full of himbo sounds. <laughs> My favorite kind of people. God, I love them. <laughs> but later that day, it is like eventually released that Vlado is the one in custody. So he knew way too many details about the crime, and his DNA did end up being a match for all the women. So yeah, he had been talking to all three families who gave him so much info about their loved one, had been invited in their homes, been he, they all even thanked him so much for helping, not knowing he killed them. That's so fucking disgusting. Right? That's like some criminal mind shit. Yeah. And then so the link between all three women were that they all were the same age that his mother would have been and all three of them were janitors like her. And they all coincidentally knew his mother. Which I'm like, yeah, all three janitors in the same city. 
So psychologists theorize that it had to do with his trauma with his mother, whether she maybe abused him and he was taken out on these similar women. But then the aspect of him then sexually assaulting them makes it more fucked up in addition to the captivity. So then he is formally arrested and in prison. But a couple days later, he drowns himself in a bucket of water. I feel like that's not the best move for him. Yeah. You know, just committed with a bucket of water. I mean, it only takes this much of water. For people who can't see me, I'm just covering my mouth and my nose with my fingers. They drilled that to me in school. Damn. That was, a, that was the one and only thing I retained from elementary school. Oh, and how to swim, how to win against the white ripcorn. Wow. We learned very different things. Yeah. I live in Florida. Well, yeah, I guess because you guys wouldn't have, like, earthquake drills. We no. had tornado drills. I also had tornado drills. No. We also practiced going on lockdown because there was a prison in our area and sometimes people would escape. Yeah. Ah. When, when, they, when they would point up, up at the roost, like, someone could sit up there with a gun and shoot all of us right now. I'm like, okay, you're a teacher. I'm like seven. Can you chill? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My teachers were really good about not telling us when it happened, though. So they would just be like, hey, guys, how would you like to play Pictionary for a few hours in the dark? Whispering away from the windows and we were dumb and we were just like that sounds like so much fun (laughs) no folks there was literally a criminal running around our town oh my god i miss public education i don't (laughs) my school was in lockdown so often we didn't even flinch (laughs) it was great my favorite memory from being on lockdown is from ap bio because we, we had a free period that we would just, like, go to our lockers during sometimes. We were in lockdown. My teacher looked at all ten of us. Yeah, ten of us. And just went, they can't catch you all. Go. And let us go to our lockers. <laughs> he got in trouble afterwards, but it's fine. So, yeah, Vlad of the old drowned and everyone's like, oh, yeah, cool. But then, like, wait, it's hard as fuck to drown yourself. <laughs> yes, it is. I mean, it is. You naturally fight against it, but it's possible. Yeah. So then there was like a little theory that, you know, maybe he had been framed. Maybe someone on the police force had, police force had committed these murders. And it would be very easy to frame Flato. And it was maybe- his mole all along. <laughs> right? And then maybe he instead, like, got murdered in prison and didn't actually commit Kermit. 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 <laughs> but the precise victimology made it very unlikely. And it was more likely that, you know, Flato committed the first murder out of anger um, from everything that had been happening. But when Mitra's daughter came to him, he saw a way for him to get out of the rough spot in his life. But yeah, fucking Flato. Fucking Flato. That was a lot. He literally got caught because he talked too much. <laughs> literally. If he hadn't have been, like, bugging the police, they probably wouldn't have ever looked into him. They probably wouldn't have read his articles. Mm-hmm. He fucking read his articles. Like, like, they're like, okay, let's see what this fucker keeps bothering me about. <laughs> right. Because I, too, that is why I read sometimes. I'm like, okay, what the fuck did they want? And I mm-hmm. go through it. And because I'm angry, I catch more stuff. This whole entire case is just... 
<laughs> you can't see me, but I'm doing the shock Pikachu meme. <laughs> I just, I love Sydney called it when I called it. We were watching the Stephanie Sue video. Mm-hmm. She caught it when I did when I first heard about this case. Oh, good. So we're on the same page. Yeah. I was like, what if? Nah. What, what if? Hear me out. <laughs> My mind just went, hold on, crackhead theory time. Yep. I just, the vibes. What if? Just, what if? And I wish people who are listening could, like, see my face and hand gestures with that. It's slightly different goblin hands tonight. It's crackhead goblin hands tonight. Exactly. (gasps) Goblin hands? Crackhead goblin hands. I'm so happy you covered it. Hell yeah. That was one of my favorite cases. Because I was like, bruh. It's a good case. It is a good case. You know what that means. We're also two episodes away from this episode. Two episodes from this episode. I need to review my notes for that. Actually, maybe I shouldn't. You still have to figure out how to convey that. Because the listeners will not have a visual presentation in front of them. Oh, no, I've got it. It's going to be phenomenal. And by I've got it, I mean I'm figuring it out during recording. (laughs) Oh, nice. But it'll get done. Right now, we're watching Mariah drool over a picture of um, Eric Menendez. <laughs> He's not in my presentation, babe. <laughs> he doesn't count as a serial killer. You're right. Okay, listeners, you'll just watch me do it now. <laughs> All right, guys, we're staring at Ted Bundy's jawline. <laughs> Lulu is unimpressed. <laughs> well, that's because Lulu's in love. <laughs> Lulu was unimpressed with Tenbody before she met Mikey. <laughs> well, when that's, I first that's fair. When I looked at Ted Bundy, I was like, they thought this man was hot. Listen, you have to put it into perspective. I like to picture him as specifically Zac Efron. Oh no. Zac Efron was way too hot to play him. <laughs> oh I know. But like Zac Efron. Carol Baskin. Killed his husband. <laughs> Whacked him. <laughs> How did you get there, Mariah? I don't know. <laughs> it just that happened. Was, that was quite a leap. <laughs> An Olympic-sized leap, if you will. Wait, hold on. Let me let me try to get there. So we're going to go backwards from Carol Baskins. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> she killed her husband. Mm-hmm. And that was Black revealed on the TV show, The Tiger King. Mm-hmm. Which is on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Which also has movies, but not Disney movies. Mm-hmm. Because those are on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. And on Disney Plus is the High School Musicals, which has like Efron, who played Ted Bundy. See, I was gonna go Lion King, Netflix. Netflix has Ted Bundy confession tapes. You know who played Ted Bundy one time in a movie that also was on Netflix? Zac Efron. Where did you get Lion King? Tiger, Tiger King! King. <laughs> I've never seen it. <laughs> was like Simba? She <laughs> killed her husband. Whacked him even. You can't convince me otherwise. Homegirl's guilty. <laughs> you haven't watched it either. Yeah, well. Is that one day after you pee? No, but I'll go pee. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Howdy, folks. Welcome in, welcome in. My Cherie. Uh, we invite you to pull up a seat. <laughs> and relax as we... Proudly present some music. Listen to your Mariah musical sideshow. 
Yay! On Woo! Spotify. Brought to you by <laughs> Spotify. Sponsor us. Please. Um, anywho, uh, my top five. Uh, I'm going to go first really quick because I also have Brendan's. Ooh. So we've got Strawberry Mentos, Liana Firestone. Pancakes for dinner, Lizzie McAlpine. Enough for you, Olivia Rodrigo. The author, Luz. And Honey and Glass by Peyton Cardoza. So, you know, sad bitch music. <laughs> um, my top five has a lot of Heathers. <laughs> As it should. Yeah, I've been listening to that a lot lately. So we, of course, have <laughs> Dead Girl Walking, Heathers the Musical. <laughs> As you should. <laughs> um, candy Store, Heathers the Musical. <laughs> you my candy store. Fight for Me, Heathers the Musical. As you should. Uh, Freeze Your Brain, Heathers the Musical. And, of course... The iconic blue from Heather's musical. That song is a bop and half. <laughs> I'm trying to come up with some pun I can ask you about corn nuts, but I just I just feel like <laughs> Veronica, my corn nuts. I can't I love it so much. I need to watch it again. Yes. So Brendan's much different than both of ours. Ooh. We have Lonely World by Brennan Savage. Happy, with a question mark, by Mudvayne, Howling by Flo, Grand Rodeo, Coming Undone by Corn, HDMI by Bones, and Honorable Mention of Good For You by Livia Rodrigo. Oh. Yeah, one of those is not like the other. Mm, I'll do a little honorable mention to a little Dino by Alex and Sierra. Oh, so good. Hi, I'm back. Oh my god, Welcome Lulu. back. How was your pee? It was great. Lulu, do you know what you're back just in time for? <gasps> Is it to plug our socials? No, it's time to be wise. Oh. Hell yeah. You know what? That's a very good time to be. Yeah, you want me to just learn up your wisdom mod real quick? That'd be great. It's been pretty well lately. <laughs> yeah, mine too. So this isn't going to do a whole lot because mine's like negative three. But, you know, yeah, I think this is fitting. Confuse them with your silence. Shock them with your actions. And get yourself arrested with your words. Nice. <laughs> I like it. Kind of said it better myself. You know what else you could say better? You couldn't say better? Our socials. <clears throat> T.and.terror on Instagram, which I need to freaking update at some point. <laughs> Not right now. And at T underscore terror on Twitter. You can go ahead and also send us a voice memo at anchor.fm slash T hyphen and hyphen terror. And you can also join our Discord server group that we have up and running. The link is down below in the link tree. And you can also, as Mariah said earlier in this episode, drop us a review on whatever you're listening on. And you can send us an email of any spooky stories or requests or things like that. We love to hear them all at tandterrorpc at gmail.com. I think that's everything. I think you're right. If I miss something, it's in the link tree below. I'm Lulu. I'm Sydney. I'm Mariah. And, and we're, we're T and Terror. Bye. Bye.